With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 148, our guest coming up. I'm very excited about this. Uh, will be uh, the 2009 Med Gadget Med Blog Award winner in the best literary category. I know that's a handful to say. <laughs> the blog is called Storyteller Doc. You can go there by going to story.blogspots.com. And uh, very excited about this. This is uh, going to be very exciting tonight. I have, I have some other things I'm going to be talking about, uh, like going uh, to Atlanta uh, part of next week for the HIMSS conference. What's HIMSS about? We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and uh, some special shows coming uh, next week. So uh, all that and a lot more on this gold medal edition of the Dr. Anonymous show starting right now. Bringing you the best that medicine and social media have to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Thursday night here on Blog Talk Radio. I am, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, you call me Dr. A. You can always find me at dranonymous.com. That brings you the most up-to-date show schedule we have some great guests coming up in march very excited about that that you can check out about that there you can check out my latest blog post there you can check out some uh, uh tv interviews that i've uh, done with local uh, tv here very proud of that you can also go to dranonymous.net and that brings you right to the uh, facebook fan page shout out to all 173 facebook fans i very much Appreciate it. Also becoming a Facebook fan, you get exclusive behind-the-scenes video of me doing this show. I know, very exciting. You can also go to dranonymous.g. That brings you uh, to access to uh, all of my shows here. Uh, You can also leave a comment over there. I very much appreciate that as well. And you can also listen in real time 
to the show on your iPhone or BlackBerry. I know you're out there. You just uh, direct your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous. Today is Thursday, February 25th, 2010. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time and temperature here at broadcast time at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters feels like 8 degrees Fahrenheit and there has been a winter weather advisory issued around here expecting another 4 to 7 inches of snow coming before tomorrow evening. So (laughs) for all my local friends, it's not over yet. Our guest coming up, very excited about this, uh, will be a blogger, Storyteller Doc, storytellerdoc.blogspot.com. Just announced last week the winner of the 2009 MedGadget MedBlogger Award in the Best Literary Category. And uh, I, booked this, uh, I booked this guest uh, before the results were known. <laughs> and uh very excited to have him on the show here uh, this evening. We'll be talking about that and, uh, and other things, too. But first, I do want to uh, thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again here this evening. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. I have been a, a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I'm a family physician here in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful but snowy northeastern Ohio. And if you're listening live, you can see my smiling face in the chat room here this evening. If you're new to the show, just go to the top of the chat room and you click on the webcam icon And you can see me on the webcam. I have to do warn you, the audio stream and the video stream do not completely match up, but you will get the idea. Uh, And I do want to give a big shout-out to people in my chat room here uh, this evening. We have Dana. We have Dr. Mongoloid. (laughs) Uh, We have a bunch of guests here this evening. I encourage the guests to register here at Blog Talk Radio, uh, and you'll be able to chat along with us here in the chat room. Uh, We also have Ramona. We have Girl and... uh, we have Bungi checking in all the way from South Africa, where it is live in the middle of the night. And I, uh, also, Jabulati is also checking in the middle of the night uh, there uh, in England. So thank you for joining us here live this evening. Before we go to the break, just a few uh, program announcements here. Uh, there's no Saturday show uh, this evening because I'll be uh, – flying into Atlanta, Georgia, for the HIMSS Annual Conference. What is that? That is the Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society, the largest healthcare IT conference anywhere, the Dr. Geek Conference. For those of you who know what CES is, it is the Healthcare CES Conference. Uh, But the next show will be Sunday night. It will be February 28th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live from Atlanta. I'll be talking about how excited I'll be going to my first HIMSS conference and also be helping out our good friends Dr. Val and Dr. Nick Jeans from Better Health. And the three of us have taken on the challenge to try to bring HIMSS 2010 to all of you. We'll be doing stuff by going uh, by doing some live streaming, some Twitter, social media stuff, all brought to you. You can get more details at dranonymous.com and also getbetterhealth.com. Uh, and... Uh, Next week, on Tuesday night, March 2, will be a show uh, 
150, actually it will be March 3, it will be March 3, March 150 Landmark Show. Our guest will be Dr. Val from Better Health. We'll be talking about our experiences at the uh, Hymns Conference. And also I'll be uh, talking about uh, uh, Grand Rounds. I'm hosting Grand Rounds here on uh, March uh, 2nd. For those of you med blockers out there, I encourage you to Go to DrAnonymous.com, and you'll be able to uh, submit a post, and I'll be able to take a look at it. And uh, the, uh, if you're not a med blogger, I mean, uh, you should know that Grand Rounds is the weekly roundup of the best medically related blog posts every week. So, uh, uh, and I think I've gotten all my announcements here out of the way. So we will bring in our guests right after this break. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show. A proud member of the Better Health Network. You can get there by going to getbetterhealth.com. And also a proud member of the ProMed Network of podcasts. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com. And we'll be right back. Yes, that's right. Lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. Now on the line right now. I'm very excited about this. Uh, we have our my, my new friend, my new friend, storyteller, Doc. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. It's great to meet you. Dr. Ray, thank you very much. This is quite an honor being here. Uh, first off, I, I do want to congratulate you for for uh, for winning this award, and we'll get into more of that later because okay. I wanted to tease the audience a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you for coming on the show. Um, it's uh, I, I first of all, I had no idea, and, and I'm going to share this with the audience here that uh, geographically, uh, you and I kind of uh, uh, live closer than when I thought. Yes, very close. In fact, I'm looking out my window now and seeing the snow coming down, and I bet you can do the same. That's right. Yeah, That's right. a lot of it. <laughs> uh, uh, so let me just start out uh, things here. Uh, and what I usually ask uh, most, if not all, of my guests, uh, and uh, uh, I give you this very difficult softball question. <laughs> uh, and it's regarding regarding your job. So, well, my first question for you is here. You know, what what do you love about your job? What's so cool about uh, being an ER doc? Uh, that's a great question to start with. Uh, I think uh, if I had to say the one most positive thing about my job, it would be simply the people uh, that I'm surrounded by and. By that, I mean my coworkers. I have some incredible coworkers, some incredible partners. I work for a great hospital, but probably most importantly, Dr. A, is, are the patients in the room. Um, it's just fantastic to, and a privilege almost, to walk into these rooms in the middle of somebody's crisis and have them divulge a lot of personal things to you. 
And I love being there to help people, and I love being there when we don't have a good outcome and I can bring something else to my job besides just providing medical treatment. So I do love my job. I'm also a father of three kids, so I don't wear a beeper at all, ever. Um, and I love that about my job, and I'm a factory worker. I show up when they give me my shifts. I work with residents, and um, I just truly enjoy uh, everything about this job. Great, great. Yeah. Let's kind of uh, uh, go back a little bit. Um, uh, so did you always want to do medicine growing up, or what kind of, uh, what kind of drew you towards um, health care or even medicine as a career? Yeah, good question again. Um, if you've read some of my blog, there's, uh, I'm from a forestry family, and so it's interesting that uh, my father has three brothers, and between all of the male cousins on my father's side uh, and my own two brothers, everybody has gotten some form of training or job in the forestry field. Probably when I was growing up, I, I felt a little different about the job in the woods. Where when the end of summer came, I got to um, I got to go back to school and enjoy the smell of books and read and play my sports and and do all of that. Where I think my cousins, my father, my uncles, my brothers, everybody else seemed to want to stay in the woods permanently. So it must have been around ninth or tenth grade. Um, when I had actually cut my leg with a power saw and got rushed to the hospital by one of my dad's crew workers. And at the hospital, the emergency room doctor sat me up uh, while he sewed up my leg. And it, I think from that moment on, I was hooked. So it was a, it's an ugly scar. I uh, was supposed to stay off it for a week, and I couldn't. I had basketball and some tennis to do, and <laughs> I, uh, I kind of stretched the scar a little bit. But nonetheless, I think that's probably the deciding moment where I thought, you know what, I could do this. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so, so after that then, did you uh, seek out kind of uh, um, uh, shadowing-type experiences, or how did you get to really know what uh, ER medicine was about? Yeah, that probably came – I. I went to college, and then after college, I, I, in college I was more interested, I think, in a couple of things, family practice, which I know you do, which is probably the most admirable uh, form of practicing medicine in our, in our medical community. Um, I also enjoyed podiatry, believe it or not. I have flat feet and have always been exposed to podiatrists and thought that would be neat, but... Um, after after getting my lacerations after my sophomore year, and then um, fortunately, when I was in my first year of medical school, I got to spend 14 weeks in an externship after that first year with a local hospital and worked with some fantastic uh, ER trained doctors, some uh, grandfathered in doctors who uh, had much experience in the ER and. They pushed me to this. I'm pretty quick on my feet. If you give me a little time, I can talk myself out of something. Um, and I think ER is based more on those first uh, instincts and running with them. And so I did really appreciate all of that background that those guys were able to give me to, to pursue this. Wow. Huh. And something I'm just kind of curious about, uh, what, what was your experience like uh, uh, third year um, as far as going through all your rotations and did that kind of, I mean, you did mention about family practice and that type of thing. Were you kind of yeah. laboring as you're going through your clerkships? 
I am, because then rotations were a little confusing to me, too, uh, Dr. Mike. When I was rotating through, I had done a, um, a big city rotation for emergency room. I had done a rural rotation for emergency room and actually returned to the ER where I did my externship as an elective. But I also fell in love with cardiology, and I fell in love with orthopedics, too. And so ultimately, it just came down to the lifestyle and the excitement and where I thought I could make uh, the biggest difference. And again, I think those initial moments with a patient, when you begin to put that puzzle together for them, um, is a memorable moment. And I wanted to be part of that and, and try to help if I could in whatever way and capacity I could. Uh, so for my viewers who, who are my viewers, yeah, my viewers, my listeners, who uh-huh. who may not know, um, why don't you share a little bit about your uh, residence experience? So how many years is it to, to go through that kind of post-medical uh, school uh, training to become a full-fledged ER doc? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a nice process uh, that I went to college, and uh, then I went to medical school in Philadelphia, which I've mentioned before, I went to an osteopathic school, and I had applied to only osteopathic schools at the time because I'm also into fitness and um, preventative medicine, and it was a good tie-in. And uh, I was fortunate to get into Philadelphia, and after that I did a year of uh, internship uh, in Buffalo, New York. And from there, I went to uh, central upstate New York to do a, an MD residency. So I'm actually licensed as a DO. I have board certification as an MD. And this DO-MD stuff that sometimes exists between people, I think that I uh, was able to satisfy both sides of that coin. And that was a good thing for me. So was that kind of you know, I mean I, I guess I'm kind of curious about the uh-huh. DOM thing. Is it is it is it pretty political as far as the training courses and going to this type of residency and that type of residency? It can be political. Uh, that's the unfortunate thing to it. We have a residency at the hospital where I work at that is a DO emergency medicine residency. Um, I was fortunate to not get caught up in the politics and just try to become the best doctor I could. But they, there are people that make it a political thing, and there are hardliners for MD, hardliners for DOs. Um, I've always walked the middle ground. I've met fantastic doctors that happen to be MDs. I've met fantastic doctors that happen to be DOs. And so I really think that you have to pull the individual, um, uh, pull, that pers- uh, pull that personality, you know, into the equation. And, um, and the doctor is... Um, what he is regardless of that, those last two initials behind his name. That's yeah, shattering, yeah. isn't it? That sounded really brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. What, 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 I've, what I've really found is uh, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting um, uh, talking to uh, bloggers on the, on the Internet radio because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're used to uh, typing and communicating in text. And mm-hmm. to uh, get them kind of, uh, and, but you're used to this uh, th- thinking on the fly because you're in the ER talk. But yeah. it's, uh, it's interesting because uh, you know there's uh, there's no editing uh, here. You're just kind of on the fly. Yeah, yep, that's good. It'll stream straight from my brain to my mouth, Mike. So my wife <laughs> will probably say I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, 
Now, a uh, a question, uh, uh, and I guess you kind of brought it up already. I mean, you you're, you have three kids, you're married. Uh, how yeah. how uh, how is it to uh, to balance your work life and your uh, personal life? Yeah, it's that's a great question, and uh, you know, not to get into too much specifics, but uh, several years ago, um, my middle child, uh, my son. Uh, had to uh, endure a couple years of chemotherapy. And when he had come out of remission uh, and had started his second year of, full ther- of uh, chemotherapy, it was around that time that my mom was also diagnosed with AML. So I had a mother and I had a son on chemotherapy at the same time. From, from that moment right there, on, I knew that nothing in my life would be much more important than the relationships that I would have with the people that surround me. And I went part-time um, at work. I cut my hours from a full-time schedule to two-thirds of a full-time schedule so that I could be more accessible um, to my family and to my son. And as a result of that, I've now built up from that where he has thankfully survived. Um, My mom, unfortunately, did not, but it was her prayer to have him be the one to walk away from this. So there's a lot of beauty in that. Um, But from that moment on, I've gotten to build up and get into a little more busier hours as I want them. I can pick up extra shifts. I can devote more time to writing. Um, I most recently just signed on to be on our core faculty, which is um, advising the residents. And that to me is a special thing because I think in medicine this day and age, Dr. Mike, uh, compassion seems to be getting pushed a little bit to the side. And I want to make that uh, more in the forefront for the people that I work with and that uh, will come out of our program hopefully a little better for it. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just I, I didn't uh, didn't know that. I mean, that's that's a fascinating uh, that's a fascinating story. Thank you, um, thank you, Doctor Mike. If, uh, if you're just joining us, welcome to the Doctor Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. Our guest is uh, the winner of the uh, uh, Med Gadget Med Blog uh, uh, Best Literary Blog of the Year, and uh, and uh, I'll be opening up the phone lines here in a little bit. Uh, the number here is six four six seven one six nine five. One four and um, yeah, I'll get back to some of these topics. Let me just switch gears here. As far as your writing, you kind of bridged the, that a little bit. Uh, as far as your blogging life, and uh, let me ask you: uh, Have you always kind of been writing, or been a writer about uh, uh, about things? Yeah, you know, Doctor Mike, I've always been drawn to two things. One is to music, and the other is to the written word, and um, and that has always been important to me. And there were times when I. I enjoyed reading lyrics, and in fact, when I buy music, um, my son just got an iPod, and my daughter uh, daughters have them, and we're learning how to use iTunes in that, but I like to buy CDs and read lyrics. I think, uh, for example, Sarah McLaughlin is just an amazing person in how she writes music and conveys it, um, but I also love to read, so around ninth grade, um, seventh and eighth grade, I had an amazing English teacher who was really awesome. And I had written a piece on a swan gliding through a pond and the water looked like ice and all of that seventh, eighth grade kind of level. But he 
really impressed upon me that he had never given an A on an essay before, and he hadn't. He was just one of those people that had a huge bell curve at the end of the semester. But he had given me an A on that and really tried to push me towards English. In, in ninth and 10th grade, uh, one of my upcoming English um, teachers from high school stopped at our house and dropped off her works of Shakespeare and expected me to read them that summer. So I, I think people may have seen something in me that I didn't. I, I just really became focused on medicine. Um, I started writing in college a little bit, but uh, especially when my um, son got ill and uh, my mom got ill, writing seemed to provide an escape for me that working out in the gym and, and professionally and family and that couldn't bring to the table for me. Um, so writing just naturally progressed, I think, probably for me in the last um, four or five years. And, uh, one of the reasons, too, is I'm in an amazing writing um, group, and we just met last night, in fact. So I have permission to mention their names if it comes up. <laughs> oh, great, great. Well, yeah. there's a uh, – um, I don't know if you're in the chat room, but there's a bunch of guests in the chat room. There, there could oh. be probably many of your fans. Uh, uh -oh. And uh, I would invite the guests to register here and be able to uh, chat along here uh, with us. Uh, but I'm very curious about the writing group. How, how did – how did you find them? How did they find you? Uh, it's an interesting process. Yeah. Again, uh, I ha there's a nurse practitioner I worked with who was taking a creative writing course uh, being taught by a recent professor, local college professor at our library. So I went with her. She convinced me because she knew that I was dabbling in writing and she was dabbling in writing. And it turned out to be probably the biggest um, and best thing I've done in terms of my writing. Uh, the teacher is still basically our pseudo-leader of our group, Christine Claire Reed, and she's on blisscheck.net. And she's a really, really amazing individual who has overcome some adversity in her life and really is doing a lot of positive things now and trying to help coax and other people get through. But she, um, she was running the course, and she made us go out and find a place to sit on in downtown here and I picked Starbucks and then I had to make a story out and my story was about a woman sitting there alone who had been stiffed on a date and we went back you read it out loud and I was hooked I wanted to know what other people were writing I wanted to know what I was writing um, the groups evolved disbanded a little bit gotten more frequent again and now it consists of four um, really amazing individuals Christine uh, her partner, Marcy, who is an artist, uh, a painter, um, who has gotten into writing and I think is probably the most gifted of all of us. She's amazing. And uh, there's a mother of three uh, teenager daughters who is writing an incredible book. And our newest member joined probably a year ago. And she is um, uh, very talented. She's really right brain. Um, involved, Barb, and she was a nurse practitioner, and she is involved in knitting and has found some unique ways to tie knitting into her writing. So uh, this group, we meet once a week, maybe once every two weeks at the most, and we have to submit and honestly critique each other, but support each other to get the best out of each other. And it's a great, it's a great process that works for us five. Well, and how long has, has the group been together, uh, would you say? Yeah, I'd probably say about five years, um, Dr. Mike, you know. So, and they're the ones that initially brought up the blog. I would show up at group and tell these stories, and, um, and 
they felt that they needed to be shared with more people than just the four of them. And um, they prompted me to kind of go and sample some blog writing, and I did that, and I, I fell immediately in love with this. This is just a neat, neat process, and I'm really honored to be part of this medical community that does this. It's really something that I expected very little from, and the gains have been just absolutely amazing. Do you, do you remember uh, the, the first uh, medical blog that you, that you ran into? I do, actually. Um, I think it was probably a few years ago. Uh, I have second cousins who are physicians, and one is currently a missionary in her third year in Papua New Guinea. Um, when she got over there, it was the easiest way to communicate. And so that was the most consistently read blog that I did. And it was just to find out that she was okay, that she was safe. And then she started to seem to expand it into her travels, into the patients she's treating. And, um, and my hat's off to her. Uh, her name's Erin. And she actually has a website, erinnpng.blogspot.com. Um, that really is a pretty amazing look at how medicine is practiced outside of the United States. She's family practice trained, but um, she has no limitations. You know, she's really working hard to do whatever she can to save lives over there at times, and that includes, you know, everything uh, that seems to limit us here with our system. You know, she does C-sections, and she uh, does amputations, and she does a lot of uh, critical care um, medicine and it's fantastic i think i i'm very eager to see if she ever comes back to the states how she'll cope over here <laughs> yeah uh, uh so at, at what point did you uh did you say hey you know i want to really try to uh to start a blog myself good yeah that probably would come just last summer i i'm mainly a fiction writer and so uh, probably about three or four years ago, Dr. Mike, I did a writing, um, it was a weekend getaway at a nearby institute uh, near us that attracts people from all over the country. And I was assigned with um, an author there, and part of the writing there was to write some new stuff with prompting. And I had written just a nonfiction piece, We Are, we are the Joneses. And basically, all of our neighbors and us are very tight, but I think the one day when I was out washing, waxing the cars, my buddy across the street actually gave me a dirty look. And I thought, wait a second here, we're buddies, you know, I'm not, we're not competing. But I just felt at that time that it was a funny look that he gave me, and I actually wrote about it, and that was probably the first nonfiction piece I really threw myself into in a storytelling process. And probably at the end of last summer, early fall, was when the group uh, really was convincing me that this could be something fun and serious and at the same time. And so I just started writing a few blogs and submitting them instead of chapters to my novel, and they would critique them, and we kind of got to a, a place where I didn't need to do that anymore. I, I found my voice in, in nonfiction storytelling from stories from the ER. So... It was probably early fall that that all came about, Mike. So does the rest of your group do? Do they have uh, blogs? Well, Christine, um, Christine does, the uh, leader of the group, and she's blisschick.net. And then her partner, Marcy, also has a blog, Ordinary Enchantment, I think, .blogspot .com. And um, they're phenomenal. 
again, Christine is reaching out to um, other women, inspiring other women. And Marcy actually has a, a rabbit named Miss Zoe. And the, her blog at Ordinary Enchantment is more based on um, perspective from Miss Zoe. So it's actually a fun, fun blog. My three kids love it. Uh, she posts a lot of pictures, some video, and she uses her voice as Miss Zoe. And uh, it's, a, it's a neat twist on a blog, and I, I appreciate it immensely. How do you uh, do, how do you spell those? I'd like, uh, maybe your people in chat yeah. want to check those out. Yeah, Christine is blisschick.net, and Marcy is ordinaryenchantment.blogspot.com. So they're just fun sites. Great. Christine's is Great. a little more serious. Marcy's is going to crack you up. <laughs> yeah. When a rabbit talks uh, to you, you got to laugh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so how did you uh, take me through the process of, of, of naming your blog? Was it pretty simple, or did you did you did did you run it by the group and say, "What do you guys think of this blog name?" Exactly. Uh, ultimately, it was my wife who helped me clear through the rubble, uh, Doctor Mike. The group itself, we ran through uh, several names. We were all trying to be inventive, and I think Christine or one of them may have come up with peeking behind the curtain. We are doing life behind the ER curtain, life out of the triage room. And ultimately, I, I don't know what hit me the one day I was just working out, and I thought storyteller in the ER at the end. I was trying to think of words that ended with the ER to capitalize them, and storyteller doc worked. And uh, my writing group loved it, and that was my wife is my best, best critic. She's my biggest supporter. And when I said storyteller doc to her, it was without hesitation. She said, Jim, that's it. That's, that's the name of your blog. And, of course, everybody in my writing group also liked it. So I knew that it was on to it. But we did keep that subtitle peeking behind the uh, curtain. And I, I like that part of it, too, you know, because some of the stuff happens behind the curtain. Some happens in the waiting room. Some happens in the family room, in the nurse's station. So it just um, – it, it just kind of fit everything together for me, really tied it nicely with a bow. Oh, great. Uh, and yeah. uh, something that I'm, uh, you know, very sensitive to, because I've been there starting out, um, uh -huh. is not uh, not attaching or not using your real name on the blog starting out. What was your uh, was yeah. kind of the plan from the start? or? I actually uh, was interested in your advice when we were emailing each other, Dr. Mike, because that's something that I struggle with a little bit, where I think I'm revealing a little more and a little more of myself. Um, but nonetheless, I'm not convinced. I, I have a couple buddies that are lawyers. I just need to kind of go at my own pace here before I reveal um, all of that, although I, sim I, I probably have revealed a lot already that somebody could track me if they needed to track me. But just in terms of patient um, confidentiality, uh, I really do care about uh, most of my patients. <laughs> I'd like to say all of them. We all had the drunk guy at 4 a.m. that we really could care less about. But for the most part, I, I do care about my patients, and I would never want to intrude in the midst of their personal crisis for something that could be interpreted as my gain. So I, I think I'm doing it more for that. Also, a few people at work do know, and it's of the feeling that they, there might be personalities in my ER anyway that might um, work hard to get a mention or change their behavior or something, which I, I can't really see, but 
that was brought to my attention. So for now, things are working good. I'm not out at the hospital at all, um, and it's just one of those things. I think we'll have a natural progression and eventually happen, you know, uh, when the comfort zone is there for all of us. Yeah, I mean, every, everybody will find their own way. I mean, um, yeah. especially for those of those uh, who are listening who are new to the show. I mean, I, I, when I started, I was completely anonymous. I really tried to blind myself from trying to remove all kinds of identifying information. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, um, and just to share with you, Jim, I mean, uh-huh. I, I, maybe it would have been six months or eight months or something like that. Um, I had some really techie-type people uh, really trace to exactly where I'm at, which really – um, scared me, and uh, I thought about quitting. Um, and uh, I'm glad I, you did I, it. Uh, I, well, actually, I, 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 a lot of people said, "Hey, you know, it really doesn't matter, and, and uh, you know, and you should keep going, and you should, you should share your stories and things." And, um, yeah. and but that, but that really scared me because, you know, as of this point, you know, I live in a small town, um, and pretty much uh, people at work don't know that I'm doing any of this, uh, uh-huh. which is kind of very, very interesting. Um, but uh, as time has went on, um, I have slowly uh, shared a little bit more, and it was at my pace and what I want to do. And um, yeah. now it's the running joke that I'm the least anonymous Dr. Anonymous around. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so now I kind, of, I, I kind of use it as kind of a cute kind of branding type of thing. Uh, and uh, that, and yeah. I've had people who have, who have been reading and listening from the beginning, and they said, you know, we know who you are, but you always – We'll be Dr. Ray, so that's kind of funny. I noticed that because I was wondering how to address you, and I, I like Dr. Mike, but I see Dr. A's and I see Dr. Anonymous and everything. You know, it's it's interesting that you found this because I seem to be walking in your path right now, Dr. Mike, and so I think there will be a day. How long was it for you starting out until you revealed uh, yourself? Um, I think it was a good year. Um, I, I gave hints out there uh, probably for the first year, which was kind of um, uh, kind of uh, good for my blog because it was kind of mysterious and things, and uh-huh. uh, um, it was good for my uh, my stats, uh, which now I don't really care about. But at that point, I mean, when you're starting out, you I look at my stats every five seconds. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but oh, everybody gets it. over. Uh-huh. Everybody gets over that. Um, so, yeah, I've been slowly kind of uh, revealing myself. I, I remember when I did my first video blog, uh, my blog blew up, and uh, they said, oh, my gosh, and, you know, we thought uh, you know, we thought you were a good-looking guy from wherever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it's, it, 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 it's been a whole process, um, and uh, there have been some people, some loyal readers and listeners have been through with me through the start. Uh, it's been a nice progression, and, and you will go through the same progression um, at your own pace. Um, and, you know, don't push it. I mean, you, you will just, just, just let your gut uh, just be your guide, and, and whatever yeah. you, you think to do is, is, is going to be the right thing. Uh, and there, there have been times where I was just thinking about just – just completely changing over and using my real name dot com, mm-hmm. uh, but you know I, you know it's uh, I've just uh, kind of kept everything the same. So uh, so you'll you'll find uh, you'll find your own way. That that's what's exciting about this type of medium uh, as far as social media and blogging and podcasting. Uh, there's no rules, and uh, everybody yeah. finds their own way. It's it's great. Yeah, and and I have to thank you for that because honestly, I I. This is a huge learning curve for me. And, uh, again, starting the blog, my hope was truly that I might get 25 legitimate people reading 
um, a day. And I thought that would be fantastic if I got, ever got to that point. And, uh, you know, my first post was November 19th, and this has taken off. And I, I just I can't even stress how humbled, how honored I am. Um, most importantly, there's been some amazing stories and people that have entered my life um, from this process. And, and probably for that, I'm most grateful. You know, inherently, right now, it still feels good to kind of um, have some, uh, you know, anonymous component. Um, but slowly, I think people are, you know, are learning that I'm Jim and that I have three kids. And uh, some of my personal history, I, I obviously can't keep it out of my writing. So this has just really been an, an incredible process that I continue to enjoy every day. You know, I, I always joke with everybody, I don't Twitter and I don't Facebook. And I don't know how to do that stuff still. And even hooking up to you tonight, it was a family affair. I think my wife and three kids were hanging out at the laptop in the kitchen while I sit here in my office. But, you know, we're not the most technolo uh, technologically advanced family here. And so all of this is just playing a part that where I'm at right now feels good to me. Oh, well, yeah. well let me give you a little advice. Don't get into Twitter or Facebook because that is just <laughs> – Time sinks there. You will waste so much time. No, it's it's it, it, it's good. I mean, you'll you'll yeah. you'll find your own way there too. It is it is such a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our, our our guest is a Jim from storytellerdoc.storytellerdoc.blogspot.com. And if you want to uh, jump in on the uh, conversation here, the number here is six four six seven one six nine five one four. Did get some twitters and emails today. Um, of people who uh, wanted to uh, talk to you, so hopefully uh, maybe we'll be able to get over their their exactly. anxiety and uh, <laughs> see how fun how much fun we're having here. And uh, feel free to join in the, on the conversation here. Uh, yeah. So let me let me ask you, Jim. Here, so so how do you? Uh, what's your process? I mean, I know you kind of shared with it with your writing group. Uh, uh -huh. What's your process as far as writing blog posts? Like some people. Uh, like me, you know, I I did some, when I uh, when I used to blog more, I used to like write everything, one take and then post it. Some other people they have four or five or ten drafts and mm -hmm. they craft it and then they post it. What's kind of your process? Yeah, that's a great question because we actually were talking about how different we all are in our writing group last night. Um, but for me. I, uh, writing fiction, nov, uh, fiction work is a little different than writing this. This tends to either come or not come. And for example, A Mother's Cry was a recent um, post, and that came out of me in less than an hour. And um, in tomorrow's post, I just wrote today, is a, a little more risque. It's a funny one that I think I'm going to push the limits with a few people. Um, but that one took about an hour and a half. So when I sit down and write a blog, I am writing it purely uh, to write and, and almost like a purging. Uh, it has to come out. And uh, that was a mother's cry. I carried that sad story with me for about a week. And in my mind, I kept say, thinking, what can I do to get this out of my mind? And finally, it was putting it to paper. Um, this this process for me is usually either that I can sit down and write a blog and it flows right out of me or it doesn't. And I'm still learning that when it doesn't, get up and walk away from the computer. There have been times where I've sat for hours and struggled and then in the end threw that out anyway. But I tend to write it uh, well and then my my proofreading comes probably with about three or four reads afterwards. And, and again, you know, my wife, uh, was away today. She came home, and 
we laughed because one of the first things I wanted to do instead of say hello and how was your day and help carrying groceries is here's the blog I wrote for tomorrow. You've got to read it and tell me if I need to write another <laughs> blog or if I, need, if I can actually post this one. And uh, she gave it a thumbs up. So it's, uh, it, tomorrow's is going to kind of exemplify a little of my warped ER humor, and I, I will apologize now if anybody's offended by it. But, so the process for writing this, Dr. Mike, is, is a little different than writing fiction for me, where fiction I do tend to have more of a long-term idea and outline and that, um, but I, I just, this just comes out of me. This feels so natural, and um, I almost think that this was where my writing was supposed to be right now, you know? Wow. So how, yeah. uh, so how were you, uh, how were you notified or how did you find out that you were nominated for this, uh, for this yeah. award? <laughs> um, that was awesome. I just got an email and I think it was in December, uh, or January, um, from a woman named Carrie in Massachusetts. And part of this whole process Honestly, Mike, is hearing from people that might not necessarily comment on my post, but really have an incredible story or a memorable story to share. And I have to thank everybody who has done that, because that is a gift uh, welcoming me into, into something very personal to them. And uh, it's something that I really, again, am humbled and honored by. It's, it's a true privilege. But Carrie had emailed me congratulating me on my nominations and at the time I think I'd written a blog about um, an older uh, person who had brought in a Tupperware filled with some pretty slimy saliva and the blog was about that and she had twittered that and got it back from unknown people and she was just trying to tell me that she appreciated my writing and then she said, oh, and by the way, congratulations on your uh, nominations. And at that point, I was extremely suspicious. I got some friends and, uh, unfortunately, people in our lives who would actually really enjoy pulling one over on me like that. So I, I clicked on the highlighted areas, and sure enough, there's Medgadget, and I came up. So I was just overwhelmed at that point. You know, like part of me was really – undeserving of that because I have looked at all these other blogs and listened to interviews and read uh, other people's words and I just truly felt like this was an honor that um, I really really just appreciated I'm, I'm not sure I should have even been in some in, in those groups because I know I see I'm just figuring out how to get on the chat but Bongi is this the same Bongi that is um, other things than Monzi because yes. his, his website, I love it. And if he is um, listening, I I really do um, appreciate how beautifully he writes in the in the content of his story. Um, so Bongi, to you, uh, thumbs up. Uh, I really, <laughs> uh, it's an honor to be included with somebody like this, you know. And and yeah. truly, I just really want him to know that um, I was just happy to be included in a category with him and. Um, and the other people in that nomination category. Yeah, web, yeah new web I mean, blog, I was lucky I got nominated for that because I had only been out, I think, a month and a half in 2009. But really, I was watching that race, and our kids, my kids got into it. This iTouch was such a tease for the kids to follow through with this race, and that turned into a really heated thing between Scope, I believe it was, and Celebrity Diagnosis. 
And I actually sent out a uh, congratulations to Scope as well. I think they're an arm of Stanford Medical School and got a nice reply yeah. back from their director. So mm -hmm. there are just some incredible blogs out there. And I'm just so – it feels so right and so inherently good to be part of, of all of these wonderful people. Oh, I mean, I mean and this is, this is kind of how humbling it is. I mean, Boggy's in South Africa where I believe it is 4 a.m., uh -huh. And uh, he is up in the middle of the night listening to us talk live. I mean, that uh, is just, uh, that thank is just, you, Bongi. Uh, that's crazy. And, and our friend uh, Jabulani, I think it is uh, two or three o'clock in the morning in England where she's at, and she's listening live right now in the middle of the night. And uh, that is uh, also very humbling. So thank uh, you. And, and I see and Ramona a, on there. Ramona yeah, is another remarkable person. She's a plastic surgeon who quilts. And has time, and I think that is just fantastic. Uh, there's there's just some really incredible people uh, in our community, and I'm so proud to be part of this. Uh, we have a caller here, so let's see. Uh -huh. uh, one of your uh, one of your new fans here, or maybe your fans for a long time. Let's see who this is. Or uh -oh. Skype caller. Hello. 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 How are you? Very well, thanks. And you? Good, good. This is Jim. Who's this? This is Bongi. Hey, Bongi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. I have to tell you, I absolutely love your site. Your stories uh, hit me every time, and I, I love how you tell a story. So thank you, Bongi. Thank you very much for that compliment. I must say, coming from uh, right from your caliber, that means a lot to me. Oh, thank I was, you. I was just saying in the chat room, I would love to be able to write as well as you can, but I risk the knowledge that I, I could I hope I operate better than you can. Uh what did Mike can you help me out there? Uh, yeah, he, he operates better than you do, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him he got no argument coming from me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Thank you, Boggy. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so how how are you how are you doing uh, actually this morning how are you doing this morning, Bonky? I'm doing very well. It's uh, ten to five in the morning here. Um, it's already hot. Oh my god! So it's going to be a, if it's this hot this time of the morning, it's going to be a very hot day. Uh, what's hot to you, Bongi? Um Well, here it gets to about <clears throat> um, temperature in the shade is about thirty. But it's very, very humid, so experience temperature is probably about 40. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I might pack you up a snowball and uh, FedEx it to you on dry ice, just so you can see the difference in us. <laughs> it's a cold one here tonight where uh, Dr. Mike and I are at, right? I'm actually going to Germany in um, about a week's time, and I'm quite in intimidated by the cold. I don't really have warm clothes. So oh. <laughs> it's uh. just lots of layers with short sleeves will, will do you. <laughs> hey, I see Sea Spray signed on too in the chat room. I'm just learning this, but I'd like to give a shout out to her too. I think she was my first blog role and um, my hats are off to her. She writes beautifully as well. And uh, I just want to acknowledge her because she really, um, I think like you were saying about the numbers at first, Dr. Mike, that first blog roll from her, I think I had a tear in my eye. It's just like it, it's all kind of reassuring to you that maybe 
uh, you're not so uh, alone out there after all. So my hat's off to Sea Spray as well. And, uh, and Jim, I have to share with you that uh, um, I actually met Bongi in person uh, a few uh-huh. months ago. Um, and there, were, there was a big med blog meetup um, at Blog World Expo, which is a, a big uh, conference, um, and that was back in the fall. And uh, uh, of everybody, of all the med bloggers, uh, Bonky was the person that everybody wanted to meet, and um, it was great to talk with him. And uh, yeah, um, it was it, that was it was it was a lot of fun, uh, right, Bonky? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was fascinating to put um, not only a face to. All the, all the blogs you read, but actually to meet the people in person and see them outside of the blogosphere. I really yes. enjoyed it. To meet um, specifically people like Ramona, which was a major thrill for me, and also Dr. Anonymous, and then uh, legends like Nick Jeans and people like that was great. Yes, nice to hear. Nice to hear, and I hope someday that I can also shake those hands and, uh, and get to learn more about each other. Well, great. Well, uh, well, Boggy, let, let me uh, let you go. I, I really appreciate you calling in, uh, and I also appreciate you getting up. Uh, you know, I don't know if you were up already, but uh, but listening to the show uh, live in the middle of the night where you're at, uh, um, I always appreciate it. I'm humbled by it, um, and thank yeah. you so much for calling in. Thank you, Boggy. It's a pleasure not to speak. You're to you. an amazing individual, uh, and I'll continue to follow you. But thank you for the call in. Pleasure. Okay. Okay. We'll see you. Good. All right. So, Jim, how how cool was that? I mean, that is the connection. That is the connection that this show makes. I mean, it's just totally real time, international, um, and uh, that is uh, how, how was that for you? It's amazing. It's it's truly amazing to think that there is a surgeon in uh, South Africa who is just um, who you know that I have a connection with. And in three or four months ago, I would have laughed. You know, like I just wanted a few people to read, and now there's this amazing writer and who I get uh, to have a connection with and have something in common with, and uh, it's a pretty neat. It's really, it's just a neat process how this all happens and plays out. You know, you can never guess how it's going to play out, um, but again, I've had so many positives that the negatives are, are extremely minimal. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how, how was it when you first? Uh, you started getting comments on your blog or even your first kind of international comments uh, on yeah. your blog. Yeah, you know, it's funny you ask that because I was going over, I was just looking, I think I have 40 posts as of yesterday, and they're all like babies. Like they're all part of your uh, little piece of your heart or something of your essence that you're giving to the world. And so you always have that fear that it's not going to be accepted or rejected even. And, you know, we all like to say, hey, we don't really care um, if, they, if somebody else doesn't care until they don't care. And then you care. <laughs> Does that make sense? They always say that you don't care unless it doesn't go your way. And then you really do care. And so that was how I felt about these blogs. I really didn't want to... Um, I really didn't want to give a part of myself away to somebody that would make fun of it or somebody that wouldn't appreciate it. And also, you know, kind of be intrusive to patients' lives or my family or friends or whatever. Um, So then to have all of this happen and then to have this extend beyond the United States um, is just simply amazing. You know, I've been in uh, touch with, you know, a gentleman from Australia and uh, England and Canada and 
you know, you look on the visitor map at Stat Counter and you see where these people are coming to visit you from, and it's very humbling that, that somebody would even take any energy to um, pursue something that I put into writing. I, I just, it's really just an uh, amazing thing. I keep saying that, but it truly is humbling to think that people are giving you that time. Uh, there's a question here uh, in our chat room from uh, Captain A Topic, and who uh, visits the show here. Appreciate that. Um, a, a hey, great Captain question A Topic. Uh, is it a challenge to wait an appropriate time between the experience itself, writing the story, and posting it? Yes, I I um, I think if it's hard to change some really identifying factors with a case, you have to. Um, you have to give it some time. You know, some of my cases are being pulled from when I was in residency 13 years ago I finished that. So, but there are also some cases um, with the mother's cry, for example, that there is enough identifying factors left out, age and, and sex of the child and um, certain things that are kind of anonymous but they're not, and I really would respect somebody to not uh, to not intrude too soon in, in something you're writing about. I do read some med blogs, and they're always handled beautifully. And I don't know what's you know what has been the changing identifying factor because the essence of the story remains there. And that is a great question. I think that truly I would respect a little time passing for the more sensitive cases where there's too much to identify, but um, there's also cases that you could write about tomorrow, you know. Everybody's been drunk and everybody's puked. Not everybody's gone to the ER at 4 a.m., um, but those people aren't going to remember anyway, and I'm not sure they would quite be the reader uh, to sign on to my blog. So it's, there's a give and take there. I don't know if there's a real right answer, but a good gray zone to uh, debate that. And thank you, uh, Captain A. Topic. I appreciate you your time too tonight. Uh, let's see here. We have another caller here. Let's see who uh, who this is. Hello, who is this? Hey, Doctor A. It's C Spray. How are you? Oh my God, <laughs> the famous Miss C Spray. How are y'all? I'm good. How are you? Good. Now I'm surprised to hear from you because uh, Survivor was on tonight. Well, and I did read that one post where you and Chris Alice were talking about everybody, and I thought there's no way those two are calling in or getting involved tonight with Survivor being right around the corner. Well, fortunately for you, um, that's over at 9. However, oh. you're competing with Grey's Anatomy. Oh. <laughs> I hope my wife hears this because me and McSteamy, I, uh, I think uh, he wins that one hand down. I'm just getting knocked down off a pedestal tonight. Bongi, Bongi does better surgery. McSteamy gets more attention. What the hell? So literary award, and that that's pretty darn good. Well, thank you, and thank you always for you know you all you crack me up because you're so worried about um, if you're being too wordy or not, and that's never the case. I always love to hear from you. Uh, your comments uh, are, for the most part, they crack me up. You've had a few sadder comments, and I know you've been going through some stuff, but you have always been very supportive of me, and I can't convey how much I appreciate that. You truly were my first blog role, I think, and I'm not kidding you. I think I had a tear in my eye that day. I ran to tell my wife, and I said, somebody just put a link onto my, um, onto my website, which, you know, 
it, the first time is a pretty huge thing. So it was it was great. Like Dr. Mike said, you watch the numbers, all those firsts, and I'll always associate you with that first uh, blog roll. Oh, so thank you. You never forget your first, right? Yeah. So Steve Frey, I I love that. Let me let me I, tell uh, you my first. My first. Yeah. <laughs> And, and my, my family was surrounding me, no less. Um, uh-huh. I'm on the computer. I was a newbie blogger, and uh, I, I actually got into it by accident. If it wasn't for all the urology stuff, this I probably still wouldn't even know what a blog was. I'd be like everybody else that goes, blog? What's a blog? Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I, I fell into it because I was looking up urology stuff, and I ended up on Eurostream, was taken by it. She had a link to Dr. Schwab's um surgery blog and I just practically read that whole thing and just fell in love with it and I wanted awesome. to comment and for some reason it wouldn't take anonymous I, I was doing something wrong obviously so I thought I had to set up a blog and it was just going to be so I could answer people yeah and, um, of course hook line and sinker it's three years and some months later and I'm totally into it and love it but awesome. my first which I actually think I did my first post maybe in no oh, I don't know it doesn't matter November December and my first link, my first comment, it wasn't even a blog roll. Yes, it was a blog roll because she told me. It was Fat Doctor, <clears throat> and I'm going uh-huh. through this thing, and like you, I was surprised. And right away, I just shrieked practically and said, oh, my gosh, Fat Doctor, she blog rolled me. And my family is looking at me awesome. like I lost it. You know, she blog rolled me. It and is, though. It's such an exciting thing, you know, yeah, and you don't forget it. that. Like you said, your first time, but... Uh, there's a lot of firsts. I don't. I, I'll tell you, I, I even remember my second and my third. Uh huh. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. I. Blends uh, uh, in, but seriously, you have yeah. talent. I mean, oh. I'm just, you know, just a regular person that just writes some thoughts down. But you have a gift, and um, thank you. A lot of you thank do. You. Bongi, uh, he's phenomenal. So many he is. people. And, yeah. Uh, but I could relate to your first, so I'm, I'm glad that I was your first. Anyway. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And always, I'm not kidding you. Um. I look forward to hearing from you, and I thank you always for your kindness and your support. Uh, you oh, you truly welcome. have made this a really neat process for me, and I appreciate the part you play in well, that. I just want to tell you, you know, you kind of mentioned that, you know, I've been going through some things, and that's so mm-hmm. true. It's actually been a kind of a rough year up and down, and mm-hmm. um, I even feel like I lost my blogging mojo a bit, but your comments have kept me going. Literally, I was just going to ask. What's the point yeah. of a blog, you know? And yeah, you keep writing. You you have a gift there, and, you know, I understand where you have to take some time here and there to, you know, get back to center, but um, you keep writing, too. You have a you have a really good talent there, and, and you're fun. You are a lot of fun. If you could only get that Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is coming off to – uh, Santa Claus is coming to town off your playlist for next holidays. I would be most appreciative. One of my best friends in med school is from Homedale. And uh, so, of course, uh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. And uh, I just can't seem to escape Bruce Springsteen. I have a sister and brother-in-law who have seen him about ten times in concert. And it always turns into a debate about how worthy he is. And you're down in those areas. So I know I'll never get that off your playlist. Well, actually, let, no, that's fine. Um, let me just ask you this, and I'll ask Dr. A also, because mm-hmm. I do wonder about this. I have mm-hmm. that, you know, that music thing on there. Is that mm-hmm. an annoyance to come into the blog? I'm not offended. It doesn't even mean I'll listen yeah. to you, but I'm just curious what the consensus would be on those things. Dr. Mike, you've been around longer than me. Um, I, I guess in general, any kind of autoplay on your blog um, uh-huh. 
uh, I, I don't enjoy because sometimes you, know, you have the volume set up or some people are may exactly. not be at home. They could be at work and they're oh. trying to read something and then music comes up. Um, so it, I don't have a problem with music, but if there is a way to switch off the autoplay, um, then I think that would be a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm fine either way because I usually get online here at home. Um, so it's not too big a um, it's not too big an issue for me unless I don't like the music. Okay, and there, and, uh, <laughs> I'll send you my top twenty list, and then you can then I, I won't care at all. See, spray. Jim, for you over the weekend, my next twenty will be all Springsteen. Okay. There, oh no. <laughs> um, hey, Doctor Ray, there is a, a a thing there where you can turn it off, right? And then if the person wants to listen to ocean sounds or whatever they might want to, then they can click on it. I guess I. Just That's correct. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, well, yeah. funny, funny thing about that, Dr. Whitecoat one time, he didn't expect it, and I guess the seagulls or something came on really loud, and he mm-hmm. said he was ducking, looking for the birds out there. And um, just real quick, too, about the snow. Yeah. Just wanted to say, East Coast here in New Jersey, we are really getting snowed in, too. Uh-oh, be so, safe. Oh, it's beautiful. But yeah. yeah. You do hope everybody is safe, but it just I'm very happy with this winter. Yeah, it's been a nice change of pace for a lot of people. For us, where Dr. Mike and I are, it seems to be uh, par for the course, doesn't it, Dr. Mike? A lot more snow plowing and a lot more uh, salt and uh, all of that fun stuff, you know. So we just shoveled once tonight, the three kids and my wife and I. And uh, I'm looking out the window now, and you can't even see where our sidewalk and driveway are. So it's it's coming. It's so beautiful, but spring is around yeah. the corner, too. Stay but, safe. But, yeah, see, yeah, spring. But I safe. did want to tell you, you know, thank you for your encouragement with me. You know, you've said a lot You're of welcome. things, and they really made my day at different times, and so I really appreciate that. You're and sweet. And, and keep writing. You have a talent there. And you do, too, and if you ever write a book, I'll buy it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. You, you thank absolutely you. should. You have a gift, and you have a cult following already, and I'm sure that the numbers are going to grow as word gets out. So. Thank you. Thank <laughs> You're very sweet. And I, I have to tell you, the contentment in all of this stuff is already exceeded, and everything else is definitely a gift, and I appreciate your words. Yeah. Uh, well, you're very welcome. And, okay. Uh, and stay safe. Chatting with you. And this you is- too. Okay. Great to put your voice to your name. Same here. Thanks. Hey, okay. uh, hey, uh, uh, Thank you. Spray, before, uh, before I let you go there, Steve Spray, I, I always love to embarrass my guest. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh-huh. so for people who will be listening to this show after tonight, uh, what do you love about uh, Dr. Jim's blog for people who may not know anything about it? Oh. Uh-huh. Hmm. 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 Well, that is. Um, I love everything about it, actually, from the the header at the top with the picture of the kids, and and I love uh-huh. his writing. He has something for everyone, and he has a nice balance of what he writes about, from uh, heartwarming things to funny. I'm looking forward to tomorrow's post. It sounds like it's going to be funny. Uh, uh-oh. Thank you. You know, okay, his writing, and I, I think his writing, you just, I can really feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm at the nurse's station or I'm with those people walking down the hall. He just has such a descriptive way of writing, and it just touches the heart. So if, if you, you want to feel like you're really there, He's the doctor to read because um, he just has a way of, of uh, writing. I'm, I'm not articulating this very well. I'm sorry. Now I'm getting nervous. No. 
Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, but no, he just has so many different wonderful life stories and um, very entertaining, thoughtful, inspiring. I would also say that too, and um, get you thinking. And, and Thank even you. times that I've been in a more negative uh, feeling or something after reading some things, I would think, oh yeah, okay, that's the attitude to have. And um, so inspiration, yeah. I think you get a lot of. Thank anyway, you. Thank you, guys. And, okay. Um, have a good uh, day and, and, and a great uh, week. Hmm? Uh, last you. question: What's because uh, uh, and you've got a great blog too. What 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 is the address of your blog there, uh, Seaspray? Oh, thank you. Um, it's Seaspray. Um, okay, S E A S P R A Y hyphen. It's a wonderful life. Of course, all run together. Dot blogspot. Dot com. Okay, great. Yeah, and and uh, I don't want to thank you for uh, for show tonight and, and writing a post for for tonight's show. I very much appreciate that. Oh well, you're welcome. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank Take you. Care, guys. All right. Thank All right. you, Sea Spray. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Same here. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. Yeah. She's a pretty neat lady. So how, how, yeah. So how cool uh, is that? I know. And uh, honestly, I'm looking in the chat room. Rosita signed on. Uh, hi, Rosita. And um, just Dr. Mongo Lloyd. Um, I just got the name right now when you said it at the beginning of the show. You were talking about who's in the chat room. And uh, But he wrote me a beautiful email, and uh, he's gone through some health issues, and I hope, uh, Dr. Mongo Lloyd, that you are um, doing better. And he sent me some pictures from his uh, procedure, recent procedure, and he, it grossed out his family and friends, I guess, but uh, I'm, I'm ready for more of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and, uh, and and for those of you out there who are who are part of the Dr. Jim uh, fan club, you can join in too. Six four six seven one six nine five one four. I mean, great crap Thank in the you. chat room tonight. We've had uh, nineteen, twenty people. Uh, you you are a you are a celebrity, man. Oh come on, <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> I got a wife and three kids who uh, who would never let me climb up that pedestal. Let me tell you. <laughs> and, yeah, I come from uh, a very humble and um, honest parents, and I would hope that I would never get to the point where I would think I was that self-important ever, Mike. You know, because in our field, honestly, we see a lot of it. And sometimes you see that, and you just hope. Oh, I hope I never become that. You know. Right. Right. So yeah. you're you're uh, you're working on a book too, or? Well, uh, that's been a little more ongoing process. I seem to leave it and return to it, but the book's fiction, and uh, it's a great concept. And I I'm probably about two thirds done. And you know, I just have to get to it. I, that's where the discipline for that needs to kick in here. I just thought I would get this blog thing. Um, up and running, and and then next thing I know, I'm just thoroughly enjoying this, and and the blogs are uh, really fun to write for me. So I have pushed my um, book back a little bit, but I'll get there. I'll get there. It's a it's a good piece, and I'm really proud of it. And I just need to get to the end of it. I think eventually, you know. But again, a lot of compassion deals with a couple kids that are that become best friends and help each other through uh, you know turmoiled childhood and um and i just need to get it finished i think it'll be a good read so you said you're part of the uh residency uh, program there that's uh, yeah. that's great so what do you what do you, yeah. what do you love about teaching you know that's um it's neat to see how excited people are and it's neat to see where if you give the proper direction people grow 
And so I'm most excited. You know, I just had two hours of um, of some of running some case studies yesterday morning with the first and second year residents, and it's just awesome. You know, their excitement level is so high, and it reminds us how we how we all were, and and the reasons we get into medicine, and um, and that's a neat thing, you know. But I just really, again, I think medicine is becoming more how many patients you push through, and boom, boom, boom. And I'm more interested in, you know, you went and saw this patient. Who are the two women sitting in the corner of that room? And if they can't tell me, they need to go back and ask because you're talking about a patient in their private history, and two people witness that conversation. So it's important to introduce yourself and look them in the eye and and go in and give them updates and just some things that I think with the speed we need to work in the ER might be going a little to the wayside. So I hope I bring that to our program. Uh, so, and I would imagine if it's not there already, uh, you'd probably be talking about or introducing or already doing some kind of creative writing uh, with your residents. Well, that's not so much. I, a couple of them know that I, I'm into that. Um, but I didn't want to blur those edges. I, I really, and unless I really come out, Dr. Mike, I, I think I'm just going to kind of keep that professional part there and um, and just kind of continue to do what I'm doing here. You know, a couple of them know, a couple of nurse practitioners. Um, uh, one of my favorite secretaries, uh, Wheezy, is wonderful. And, um, you know, a couple of the docs I work with, but they don't know to what extent. And I kind of like that line where I can, um, it's not really blurred for me right now. Well, well that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I don't I don't really talk about that much um, at don't my you? work as well. Yeah, no, not really. Not really. And, and it's sometimes it's, it's kind of good to keep things separate. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're we're kind of winding down here with Dr. Jim okay. from storytellerdoc.blogspot.com. Uh, okay. And um so where where do you see your where do you see the blog going uh you know kind of uh, this year or you know in the future? Yeah, you know, one of the things I've worked really hard for and probably has been the biggest struggle with the blog is consistency. Just doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday um posting and last Friday was I I actually took off um, because a mother's cry, that that blog, that posting really seemed to have affected a lot of people. The comments were beautiful and uh, numerous, and, and the hits to that post alone uh, went into the multi-thousands. And so I left that up Friday, but Saturday morning I felt guilty for not providing a new post uh, because it's my way of saying thank you to all these people that are taking the time and effort to read. In the next year, I'd like to stay consistent, uh, just really stay consistent, just really try to pull a bunch of different experiences that, you know, tug at the heart or that give you that bust out loud gut laughter. And um, and that will be the funnest thing for me is just doing that and, and getting back to my novel and trying to be a dad and a husband and uh, a doctor, you know. I, there, there's been days where the kids have um, had to give me some privacy so I could finish uh, this or look at that or whatever um, because of the blog. And I can't tell you how that feels because some days it's like I, I'm so lucky I have kids that understand that. And some days I feel really guilty when I go to give them a kiss at nighttime and didn't do that extra homework assignment with them instead because I had to write, finish my blog for the next day. So I need to just learn that this is part of my life right now, and I'm looking forward to this next year and seeing where it heads on its own. 
Now, there's a lot of people in my audience um, who, you know, who are out there and they're reading a lot and these blogs are writing and they're just thinking about, you know, maybe starting something up of their own. Now, what, well, what advice would you give as far as, you know, starting out, maybe not even blog yeah. writing or maybe just writing or even going to blogs? Yeah, that's a, a great question. I think obviously you're going to search out blogs that really hold your interest, but um, uh, I really think the process that works for me um, could be a process that works for uh, a majority of people, and that's simply uh, write, and, and write often, and write from the heart, and then before you actually post it to many, many people, give it to some confidence, uh, confidants that you trust uh, their word, that they're going to be honest with you. You know, maybe get hooked up with other people that write and have the same interests as you. Uh, I would recommend getting hooked up with people that don't have any interest with you at all because all of those perspectives are really adding up to be a, a great thing within our writing group. But just write and just have, a conf have the confidence to give it to a confidant. And, and then once you start getting your voice and your perspective, then start introducing it to the rest of us, you know. In terms of web design and that, I know nothing. And, again, I, I'm thankful to Christine from my writing group for that. But there's people to hire and, and make professional sites. I just think that there's an earthy quality when you do most of that on your own. And I like that. I like that um, feeling that you can tell the websites that are professionally produced and those which aren't. And I, I appreciate them. Uh, well, great. Yeah. Um, I, this has been so much fun there. Uh, Thank Jim. you, Dr. Uh, Mike. I've really enjoyed fun. this. Yeah, I, uh, just to hear your voice and to um, have a conversation with you. And, you know, there's so many people that I just want to reach out to and, and thank them all. I, I won't list them personally, but uh, there's there's some – even today I got an email from a, a physician in – Alaska, who says he this is so out of character for him, but he just wanted to call and let me know to keep writing. And so it's those kind of things that keep you going. And this is a way where just to hear some of the voices of people I know through uh, the blogs was really a cool thing tonight. And I thank you for that opportunity, too. Yeah, I'd love to you know, hopefully maybe get together with you or with your group uh, someday. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just fascinating. Uh, well, what what uh, what I love is uh, you know, not only the finished product, but I also love enjoying kind of being in the process and kind of seeing how how things are crafted, how blog posts are crafted. Uh, that is stuff that really fascinates me. Yeah, it's a neat it's a neat thing to do. You know, sometimes we have uh, a glass or two of wine first, and we forget that why we're there. But for the most part, there we're able to get the business and uh, and accomplish what we need to do to keep each other going. Yeah. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> uh, so, Dr. Jim, you can get there uh, by going to storeller.blogspot.com. Uh, and, uh, Dr. Jim, any, any closing thoughts uh, before, we, uh, before we close it up here this evening? Well, my, I, I honestly want to thank you. I think what you do and um, is tie us together as a community, Dr. Mike. And that's a noble effort and a lot of uh, extra work on your part that benefits a lot of other people. So for that, I, I truly want to thank you for that. Um, in terms of just uh, being on here tonight, uh, what a freaking honor, honestly. This has just really been um, a culmination of, of, you know, getting the MedGadget Award and being asked by you to – that somebody might actually think I'm interesting – 
Um, and I just really appreciate all the people that uh, have touched my life and have been respectful um, as I let them into my life and they let me into theirs. So thank you very much. This was just really a fantastic uh, hour, uh, hour plus. And uh, in the midst of it, my kids usually go to bed between 8.30 and 9. They got to stay up and listen to us talk a little bit. And, and just seeing them go up the stairs with pride and a smile on their face was uh, – my thank you to you for uh, giving me that opportunity. Wow, that's a, that's a beautiful image here. When I when Thanks. I started this show, I had a little tagline: uh, "The show goes beyond the blog to uh, bring you uh, the best people uh, in in medicine." And uh, you know, that's uh, it's it's great to talk with you, and uh, it, it's great to uh, to thank put you. a voice. Uh, thank to you. Text. And, I hope uh, it's, I hope it didn't disappoint. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Uh, the, the people in the chat room—they've been here the whole time, and uh, they're they're enjoying the interview. I'd love to bring you back someday just to talk about uh, whatever. Um, yeah. it, it's been it's been a delight for me too. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate that. You know, uh, one of my favorite authors is David Sedaris, and to read him and then to hear him are two different experiences for me. So it's funny. I, I'm eager to see. Uh, um, if I get any feedback about if I if I actually was what people anticipated, you know, I'm trying to fight my hick accent and uh, not be two octaves higher. So it's been a fun hour and a half to <laughs> to talk. But um, also, I see Stephanie Soulful Sepulcher on there, and I just would like to say hi to her. She's another person who really has been in MedBlog Attic. Thank you all for coming to the chat room and supporting me through this process. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Wow, great, great. Uh, Storyteller.blogspot.com. Dr. Jim, thank you so much for calling. It was great to talk with you, and uh, thank we'll you, talk Dr. Uh, very soon. Thank you very much, and, and again, I can't thank you enough. Okay. You have a good okay. Night. You have a good evening. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, kids, so there you go. I mean, that's, uh, that was great. That was great. Thanks a lot to Dr. Jim uh, for, for calling in. He was a great guest. Um, I knew he would be just by reading his stuff. Um, you can go there definitely. If you, if you haven't gone there and uh, you're listening now or you're listening on the archives, just go to storyteller.doc.blogspot.com. Uh, you can always go there uh, by going to dranonymous.com, and uh, you can get there um, as well. Uh, it's just great. Uh, this is this is just uh, it was. Uh, it's always fun talking to to bloggers. Um, I always talk. I love talking about how they come to writing and and how they come to processing their their posts and things um, and uh, getting to learn a little bit about them. So uh, uh, great, uh, uh, great to have them on the show. I want to thank everybody for uh, for, for joining us here uh, this evening. I had a great crowd here uh, throughout the show. Had a, a, a bunch of guests. Uh, so thank you for for. Uh, for joining us, we have AP Jones, we have Bongi, we have Captain A Topic, we have Job Uline, we have uh, Medblog Addict, uh, Ramona, Rosita, Sea Spray, uh, and Stephanie Sopel Sepulcher. Thank you to Bongi and to uh, uh, to Sea uh, Spray for calling in. So so that's uh, fun. Uh, my next show will be uh, Sunday nights, uh, right back here. And I'll be talking uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, from the conference uh, going on there. And uh, we have some great shows uh, next week, uh, Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursday night. A week from tonight, the great Dr. Rob will be here 
talking about his blog and podcast. And in March, we have some great guests uh, coming up as well. You can go to DrAnonymous.com to see the most uh, up-to-date show schedule. We have some great guests coming up, so, uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. That's all I have tonight for you, kids. Uh, thank you again for, for joining us. Uh, thanks to our guest, Dr. Jim, and uh, that's all I have for you. So uh, you can join me at DrAnonymous.com. It takes you to the blog. You can go to, go, go to DrAnonymous.net. That takes you to my Facebook fan page. And you can go to DrAnonymous.org. You can subscribe to this show and hear the best people in medicine and social media. I will see everybody Sunday night right back here. I'll be coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, if my Internet connection holds up. So I will close with this song. And, uh, hey, especially if you're where I'm at here in the Midwestern United States, stay warm out there. Look out for the snow tonight. Good night, everybody.
Honey, do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about burning down a building. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.